Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 410, six ways to raise a well-behaved child because come on, who doesn't want to have a respectful child in our midst? As a parent, I believe one of the greatest compliments you can receive is to hear that you have well-behaved children. Even better, when you're asked, what's your family's secret? In the 23 years I've been a mom, I'm proud to say that I've heard both those comments time and time again. I wouldn't say that I have one big secret or a magic formula for having respectful, well-behaved children, but I think parents definitely play a large role in this outcome. So today... Mighty Mommy shares six ways to raise a delightfully well-behaved child. Tip number one, have clear expectations. Children thrive if parents can have clear expectations for behavior and enforce those standards consistently. Consistency puts action behind your words. It shows your kids that you do mean what you say. Determine what your expectations for your kids are on everything from how they perform at school, to curfews, household chores, and even things like using profanity and what their bedtime is during the school year. Be specific and then make the consequences equally as clear. For example, if your 10th grade student does not keep his grades at a B- or higher, limiting use of his cell phone during the school week will be extremely limited. When you're precise with your expectations, you're teaching your child that his behaviors, good and bad, will result in privileges and consequences. Tip number two, model appropriate behavior. We want our kids to treat others with respect and kindness, but what about those times when you're out shopping and someone cuts you in line in the deli or cuts you off in traffic? Are you able to keep your cool and grin and bear it? Or do you fly off the handle and make a rude comment, loudly or under your breath, to the elderly lady who pushed her way in front of you at the deli counter? Do you lay on the horn when things don't go your way when you're driving? Remember that you always have an audience when your kids are in your presence or within earshot of you. We're human, so we're going to get irritated and speak harshly or display a temper now and then. But just as soon as it happens and you catch yourself, stop and apologize in front of your kids. Mommy's really sorry that she just got so upset when that lady cut us off in the store. Even though it wasn't her turn, I shouldn't have made a mean face at her. By explaining why you're sorry to your kids, you're demonstrating that we need to be held accountable for our own actions. Tip number three. Be affectionate often. 
When a child hears phrases like, I love you, or how's it going, or notices that you stopped what you were doing when she enters the room and is greeted with a loving smile, it means the world to that child. And even though they would never admit it, the same goes for teens and college-aged kids too. When you display affection to your kids and other family members, you're validating to them how important they are to you which sends the best positive message that you could ever deliver. This in turn lays a solid foundation when you're teaching respect and enforcing rules in your home because you're doing so in a loving atmosphere, so your kids will want to do things to continually earn your respect. Tip number four, teach problem solving. When kids are exposed to problem solving that allows them to be part of the solution, It builds important skills that will carry over into their adult life, including how to manage their behaviors. Although kids crave structure and boundaries, they also love and need to exert their independence. Starting very early on with decisions like allowing them choices on what to wear or choosing which story they'd like to have read to them are great ways to build their independence. By taking advantage of everyday situations, milk or juice with breakfast, coloring or building castles with blocks, putting food in the dog's bowl, or throwing away the empty juice boxes, will foster their budding independence. As they grow, obviously they'll have more opportunities to make more involved decisions, which in turn will aid in their problem-solving abilities. Tip number five, teach behavior during playtime. Some of the best opportunities to teach good behavior happen during everyday playtime. For one thing, forbid name-calling. Compassion starts with what's acceptable and what's not. For instance, during a playdate between your son and another little boy, you overhear your son call his pal a boogerhead. Sure, it's not a terribly offensive phrase, and it may cause you to chuckle. But rather than overlooking the incident, Intervene immediately and let him know that being kind to others is the rule and hurtful words are not allowed. If you get involved right away, you're sending an important message that kindness trumps everything else and that name-calling is not going to happen. Also, label kindness. When you catch your child offering a shovel to a friend in the sandbox, label her actions by saying, what a good friend you are or you're very thoughtful. Over time, she'll understand that being a helpful friend, sister, neighbor, and human being is something that you value. And tip number six, request respect. If your kids are taught how to respect themselves and others, they'll learn good coping skills for dealing with anger and frustration in appropriate ways that are not verbally or physically abusive to others. For example, When adults or other children come to our house for a visit, we expect our kids to smile and say hello. If they don't, I always give a gentle reminder such as, Austin, you remember Mrs. Ryan, don't you? The more kids can learn about respect from their parents in their own home, the easier it will be for them to practice it in the outside world. How do you raise a well-behaved child? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com 
And please visit my family-friendly boards at Pinterest.com slash MightyMommyQDT. Be sure to sign up for the upcoming Mighty Mommy newsletter, which is going to be chock full of practical advice to make your parenting life easier and more enjoyable. Enjoy your family. Thanks for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.